What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I'm working on some higher ally culture questions, and I figured it would probably be valuable to just rattle some off here. So this is uh, this is part four, culture norms, lessons learned, and ways we are improving leadership promises and team structure. That is the, the, the macro category. And then some of the subcategory bullets are collaboration best practices, the start, the current state of the team uh, culture, leadership growth, red tape and role restrictions, uh, leadership communication norms, individual contributing uh, best practices and norms, quality standards, and, uh, and how leadership promises show up day to day. So I'm just going to walk through some, some questions and maybe I'll give some context. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll do a drop of the mic and kind of leave it alone because it's probably self-explanatory. So I'll walk you guys through a few. Uh, the first, walk us through any and all collaboration uh, collaboration norms that occur within this department. Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory and I think it's pretty important to understand and unpack. If I'm an applicant listening, I, I want to know that. I want to know what are some of the collaboration norms. I want to know what they expect when they think about collaboration. I want to know just... I just want to get a good sense of and just hear a two, three minute, really solid conversation about collaboration. I think collaboration looks so different in so many different roles and so many different departments and with so many different individuals. And I think it's incredibly vital for employees to uh, to, to really understand how they best fit into collaboration. So I think that's a really good one um, for this role. As you think about the current state of the team this new hire will be walking into, would you say the role requires someone who is excited to be involved in heavy collaboration and heavy co-decision-making moments? That is a very meaningful, lengthy, and um, and pretty impactful conversation here. So let me repeat this question again. For uh, For this role, as you think about the current state of the team, this new hire will be walking into. What would you say this new uh, this new role uh, requires? Would you say it requires you know heavy collaboration, heavy co decision moments? You know what's the current state? And I kind of fucked up the second version of that same question. But the punchline for me when I think about this one is I think about again if I'm an applicant, if I'm someone joining an organization, I I am really I am really thinking about heavy collaboration. I am thinking about co decision moments. I'm thinking about examples of what that looks like. I'm thinking about if I'm the right fit for the type of heavy collaboration they do or the type of co-decision moments they're they're a part of. I want to know, again, what's the energy involved during these moments? I I, kind of want to, I want to be able to close my eyes and listen to the content and, and hear the manager explain very clearly about an example where they collaborated heavy when they were trying to, you know, to close in on a deadline when there's a when there was a, a new company coming into the org that was maybe through a merger, maybe through an acquisition, maybe there was an outside consulting organization trying to get a new initiative off the ground. And that was a six person team that came in and combined with another six person team. Now there's 12 new humans. And what are the elements in the psychological moments and the difficulties and the wins and losses and success and failures and all the things that are connected to that heavy collaboration moment? What were those variables? What were those nuances? I want to know about that. Um, next question. Share with me a time when you experience a new team member being difficult as a coworker, as a new coworker, as a, two, as a new team member. How was that coworker difficult? 
And what did you do to resolve that situation to encourage the team's ongoing progress? Again, this is an incredibly important variable. Here's a nuance that I don't think a lot of leaders think about that applicants will get immediately. If you're a self-aware, if you're a self-aware employee, aka a self-aware applicant, you know one thing about yourself. You know how you typically work within teams and groups early on in the process. And you know, as you get more and more comfortable, you know how your energy and your overall um, way of showing up in a team, how that may change as you, as you start to get comfortable. Let me use myself as an example here. When I approach a new team, I'm very passive. I listen. I read body language. I read energies. I find my my spots to add thoughts and value. And I kind of just play it real cool. But as I get more comfortable, as I understand the strengths and the weaknesses of my team members, as I start to think about myself within the team and I start to realize my strengths and weaknesses and I start looking at gaps that maybe, um, maybe you know, some of the problems that maybe we're trying to solve and gaps that the team may have as they try to solve some of those problems and maybe I can fill and support those gaps. I start to, I start to become more of a natural leader. I start to be a little bit more clear, more direct, more honest. I start to, um, I start to share my thoughts pretty consistently. I start to, I start to lead. I start to take over. My energy shifts. And I think that's incredibly important to know. And so if I'm thinking about the way that a manager may answer this question, talk to me about a time you experienced a difficult team member or coworker. This supervisor, this manager, this executive may very realistically say the time they experienced a difficult team member and coworker was a time where someone came in and brought a lot of new energy to meetings and collaboration moments and Maybe that wasn't necessary and needed. You know, I I told you guys about this over a year ago, I think. When, you know, Startup BX is a real interesting fucker. (laughs) And what I mean by that is the potential for Startup BX was really, really interesting. Um, And the team I had on that particular deal in that company was really interesting and smart. And there was a time where I had a very smart, very bright Uh, co-founder and we noticed there were limitations within both of our skill sets and we decided to recruit a third member and when we went about recruiting that third member um, that third member had a very similar collaboration and leadership-esque energy about her that clashed with me very very heavily and I think what inevitably occurred was I could have done a lot different. I will admit that. But what inevitably occurred is there was a clash between us and I didn't answer this question. I didn't understand how I would react to a difficult team member or a difficult partner or a different, a difficult moment. Um, because I'd never been faced with someone that I felt matched my energy and if I'm being honest now, really brought objective value in the area that we did have a gap. 
My problem with that particular situation was that it distracted us from what I had already decided was going to be true for us. We had already planted our foot. This is a really sad moment, an embarrassing moment. Um, We had already planted our flag, our foot, and we got to the point where we had to have like a bake-off to figure out what idea was best. And, you know, it's funny, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of that. And I showed up to the the meeting and the bake-off, and the idea that I wanted to present was no different than the idea that I had been presenting, but I was ashamed of that. I was embarrassed. I felt that I wasn't being heard and what is, wasn't being respected. And the decision-making structure and model that we were utilizing is, you know, Angela and I had inevitably had decision-making power and I thought we had made a decision. And so the punchline is, when I think about this question, again, and I'll read it off to you guys, share a time where you experience a new team member being difficult um, being difficult within that new team, being a difficult coworker. What did you do to resolve that situation? How did you experience that situation? If I'm an applicant, I want to hear a story like I just broke down. I want to hear the mistakes that the supervisor or the leader made. I want to hear how I want to hear how they are viewing and experiencing and expecting this particular role um, when it comes to what could be a difficult moment, what could be a difficult you know coworker, et cetera. So um yeah, I said a lot, I ranted a lot, but the punchline is this. When it comes to all this beyond brand work, I gotta stop doing that. When it comes to all this higher ally work, when it comes to being more transparent, when it comes to living into inclusivity, um, I think answering these questions as you think about hiring and coming up with your own questions that you know are true and there, that you, yeah, coming up with your own questions that you know that that is truly connected to the operational fabrics of the org. All of that is always a good idea. So, as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives, one man's point of view. Thanks so much.